COVID-19's New Cosmopolitanism Structural Considerations for the Proposed Pandemic Treaty Laura Hallis Abstract The current movement to create a global pandemic treaty has the potential to fundamentally reshape the values and structures of global health law. Global health law has generally been organized around norms of security and charity, but the COVID-19 pandemic illustrated the weaknesses of this approach. Now, as the World Health Organization considers deploying its strongest international legal tool, an Article 19 treaty, there is a chance for change. This note argues that the treaty's drafers should take advantage of the opportunity to shift away from a global health law system based in norms of security and charity and move instead toward a new, more cosmopolitan view of pandemic preparedness. By combining broad normative analysis with SP-specific technical recommendations, this note shows how careful treaty construction can drive global health laws transformation into a more equitable and effective system that will leave us better equipped for the next pandemic, whatever and whenever that may be. Author JD 2024, Yale Law School, MSc, University of Oxford, MSc, London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, BA, University of Texas at Austin. My deepest thanks to Una Hathaway for supervising this work, and to Amy Kapczynski, Alice Miller, Asli Yuvbali, Uni Karum Nikara, Mindy Roseman, Moritz Rudolph, Daniel Gutman, and Lawrence O. Augustin for their insightful suggestions and guidance. I am also indebted to the editors of the Yale Law Journal, Esp. Silebo Mellenmayer, Thomas Ritz, Sailor Soinsky, Jessica Huang, and Milo Hudson for their invaluable support in preparing this note for publication. Page 2 of 80 COVID-19's New Cosmopolitanism 2,579 Note Contents Introduction 2,580 I, a normative frames and the pre-COVID-19 system 2587. I, history of global health law and the WHO 2595. 1, isolationism, security, and charity in early global health law 2595. 2, competing norms in the post-World War II era 2598. 3, the World Health Organization, the institution and legal powers 2602. B. Existing Pandemic Response Tools 2605 1. International Health Regulations 2607 2. Global Health Security Agenda 2609 3. TRIPS Agreement 2612 4. Pandemic Emergency Financing Facility 2613 2. COVID-19 and the Need for Normative Shift 2615 a. Failures of the Security Charity Normative Status Quo 2615. B. Benefits of Pursuing, New, Cosmopolitan Reform 2624. 1. The Need for a Cosmopolitan Shift in Global Health Law 2624. 2. The Potential for New Cosmopolitan Reform in the Current Landscape 2628. 3. Structuring a Cosmopolitan Treaty 2632. A. Translating Cosmopolitan Aims to Specific Treaty Structures, 2633. B. Prescriptive Recommendations, 2635. 1. Expanding Global Health Laws Mandate, 2637. 2. Strengthening Global Health Financing, 2643.
3. Sharing benefits and ensuring equitable IP 2646. 4. Ensuring accountability 2650. 5. Combating fragmentation in global health law 2655. Conclusion 2657. Page 3 of 80. The Yale Law Journal 132 2578 2023. 2580. Introduction. The SARS-CoV-2 particles drifting through Wuhan, entering nursing homes in Spokane, and settling in the lungs of healthcare workers in Milan fall load no law. But nearly every other aspect of the COVID-19 pandemic response was shaped by the organizations and legal structures of global health law. International legal obligations guided the transformation of physicians' low whispers of unexplained pneumonia into international alerts, individual illnesses into aggregated disease spread reports, and nascent scientific theory into a licensed COVID-19 vaccine. Law existed at every juncture of the COVID-19 response, albeit with varying levels of influence, effectiveness, and equity. Indeed, the COVID-19 pandemic quickly overwhelmed pre-existing legal architectures. Legal tools premised on containing disease to a limited geographic area faltered, then failed, growing increasingly divorced from the realities of the global pandemic. The years-long pandemic exhausted reservoirs of goodwill that the world once hoped might suffice for sharing pandemic-fighting resources and legal safeguards intended to share the burdens and benefits of pandemic response tilted ever more against the interests of Global South One countries. Historically blocked from decision-making power in global health point two. Legal structures failed to live up to their lofty promises, leaving significant case tie-ins about the future of global health law going forward point three. In response to these challenges, academics, advocates, and policymakers have dug into the veritable alphabet soup of legal structures and entities which pepper. 1. This note uses the monikers of Global North and Global South for their alignment with current dominant terminology in the field of global health, but acknowledges that alternative naming conventions such as Global Majority and Global Minority are likely more accurate, although less represented in existing literature. Paul Weller, The Problems of the White Ethnic Majority Revisited, A Personal, Theological and Political Review, 15 PREC Theology 23, 31. 2022. 2. Namely, because at the time of the World Health Organization's, WHO's, founding, more than 80 now sovereign countries were still occupied under colonialism. The United Nautians and Decolonization, United Nations, https colon slash slash www.un.org slash dpps slash decolonization slash and.